It's Brooke Casanova here on the After Success Podcast. I talk to and interview conscious high achievers about lessons they learned behind closed doors that most don't know, about what happened after they hit their big success. We discuss frameworks for how to answer the looming questions like, what's next? And how do we navigate these massive transitions in our lives? What identity reinvention looks like? and how to build a legacy through your unique gifts in your second act. My goal, my friends, is to help you, one, feel like you're in good company and learn how to co-create a new tribe of deep connection in your life, two, step out of the disorientation you may be feeling, and three, flood you with frameworks for how to generate new vision and creativity in your everyday life again. This is the After Success Podcast. We have to define first and foremost who we are, because if we don't define who we are, and if we don't define what success actually means for us, we talk about climbing mountains a lot, and you've used the analogy of climbing mountains, uh, which I think is a is, is a great analogy. the The problem that most of us run into is we start climbing somebody else's mountain. Mm. If I can use the analogy, because we've never really established what success is mm. for us. And so what we end up doing is we end up creating like a finite finish line out of what really is a a long term marathon. And so we create what we call like finite games out of infinite games. Mm. That isn't finite. There's no finish line to it. Now we can have certain markers towards success and we can understand that there are there are certain ways in which we articulate a level of success and appropriate it to people based on certain external parameters. Sure. But inside of that, if you don't know who you are, yeah. if you don't know that this is your mountain to climb and what happens at the end of this mountain climb, are you addicted to climbing mountains just to climb mountains? Because if so, you'll burn this mountain to the ground to climb another one. Yeah. That's okay too. But recognizing what what is your motivator, what is your driver, who are you becoming in the process, mm. how do we celebrate that success but not attach that success to our identity? Yeah. Like, those are the questions that we're looking to answer. Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. And in fact, I want to highlight, I was just I just had Joe Jacoby on my podcast, who is a former first gold medalist Olympian. And he yeah. talked about how many men and women silence their inner voice for years because they haven't claimed who they are and the inner voice then comes out and it's like, it realizes that the external factors that they were driven by instead of the internal voice, they've built all of these mountains, so to speak, running with that analogy. And they're looking at it and going, that was great. There were lessons without falling into victimhood. Like amazing. Like I'm proud of myself, but like that was actually never what I wanted because it was what, what I thought everyone else wanted for me. Sure. Well, and I think it's, it's, it's difficult even when you grow up, like I grew up, um, in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. I was good at most things. I'm just to be honest. Like I was, I was good at pretty much anything I put my hands to. And if I wasn't, I could figure it out really quick. Mm-hmm. And I had enough charisma that I could wing my way through most things. Sure. Well, the problem with that is on top of that, you have people telling you your whole life that God's got a really big plan for you and that there's such a big purpose on your life. And then we created a commodity at a purpose in the church and in personal development that you could find it. Mm. Like it's, a, it's a treasure to be found, mm. which is great from a product standpoint because you can sell purpose all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And the commodity purpose. But 
you start fighting this never ending uphill battle of never quite figuring out what that means other than working really hard and doing everything that you think is going to bring you closer to this again, proverbial pot of gold. Yeah. And you find yourself burning out. Yeah. You find yourself never being able to shut it off because you've created this modality that like, I don't want to let myself down, but I also don't want to let God down. I don't want to let my family down. I want to let other people that believed in me and told me that I had a purpose for my life. I don't want to let them down. Yeah. And so you start going 90 to nothing, not even for anything that you want. It is really just to keep up hmm. the facade of moving toward this, again, mm. proverbial purpose. Mm. But purpose is just in everything that we do. My purpose is as much in this podcast as it is when I get off this podcast and I go make a snack for Stetson or, you know, when I'm with Sarah tonight and we're packing for trips because we're both going different places Yeah, and I'll go speak this weekend and then I'll go speak next week. And that's as much as my purpose as going to the gym every morning, mm. as spending quiet time with God every morning mm. and in the the afternoon. It's in everything. It's in yeah. how we treat people that we don't know. It's in how yeah. we treat people we do know. Yeah. And when we can identify, again, the markers of what makes us us, hmm. and we can start to attach habit structures that confirm that identity, well, we build confidence then. Because confidence is keeping your word to yourself. Certainty is when we attach that towards a common objective. So if we know what it is that we want, we know who it's going to require us to become, we can build confidence for ourselves based on the ways in which we conduct ourselves on a daily basis. That is irregardless of how anyone feels about us. Because if you live for somebody's criticism, you'll, or if you live for their their approval, you'll die by the criticism. Mm. So we remove that external factor. Mm. That's so so good. So walk me through the process of how these people. You you would you would talk about how these people yeah. when you say markers that make us us I love that that is I, I that it's tied to identity that's eternal so what would you say for like Jared that is just coming out of like a two point eight billion dollar exit let's say that his entire identity has been wrapped up in that story that profession yeah. his hours what are the markers that Jared is going to do or what is the process to find those markers that helped him realize who he is without yeah. the company? Yeah. Well, I would have him consider that he never was the company, mm. that the company is nothing more than an appropriation of certain skill sets and propensities and a mindset and relationships and an environment and metrics and KPIs. And it's just a thing. Yep. It's just a thing. Now, what we can look at is what brought him to this place. Mm. And what are those gifts and skill sets? Because that can be replicated in a multitude of new ventures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. first it's like, okay, well, where do you want to go from here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Great job. Killer. You're mm -hmm. wealthy now. Mm -hmm. You got FU money. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do now? Mm -hmm. Because if you're a dad, like what is a healthy, loving, present dad to you? Mm. So we have, that's one of your markers. If mm -hmm. you're a father, one thing, you know, anybody can be a sperm donor and mm -hmm. take something like be a healthy, loving dad. Yeah. So what does that look like on a daily basis? Yeah. It's not just saying I'm a great dad. There are, there are markers to that. Yeah. So what do you do every single day? How do you speak to your kids? How do you interact with them? How do you love them? What are you showing them to be possible? Mm. What are you showing them to be possible about money, about health, about wellness, about spirituality, about marriage, mm. everything. Mm. If you're married, okay, well then what is a healthy, loving, active spouse? 
because I know a lot of people who make a lot of money who are in very unhappy marriages. Yeah. yeah. So if you want something different, you have to do different things. So we have to identify not what you've been taught, not what you've always known, not how your parents were, not how you grew up. None of those things. It's what do you want? Yeah. Who do you want to be yeah. on the backside of them? Like I work with a lot of guys on the backside of exits. I mean, we're a part of brokering exits. Mm -hmm. So what do you want on the other side? Like we, we always want to have an exit plan. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. one, we have, want to have an exit plan from the company. So we want to get you the highest return possible. Sure. sure. But also we need an identity exit. Sure. Plan. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going to go from here? Yeah. Because we have to have a plan. Yeah. Like it's not just we're going to get a lump sum and then we're going to go like with no thought of moving forward. It's yeah. like, no, we need, because listen, you've wrapped the last maybe five, 10, 15, 20 years into this experience. You're going to wake up and it's not going to be here anymore. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so who do we want to be on the other side of that? I love it's that. For everyone. I would love to say it's like, well, it's these three steps. It's different for everyone. It's true. It's true. And, and I think that the process of you having an identity exit and, and getting that vision of vision, like the vision that hasn't been cast before any exit, whether that's an exit from like the Olympics or an exit from being a uh, full-time athlete that's now going into retirement, whether that's an exit from a billion dollar company, whatever it is, having a vision cast about what the after story is, I think is one of the most important things. Um, I, I find it interesting because as part of the last mastermind that I host, which I find is so fascinating that you say this about these like markers is you're talking a lot about reflection. And so, well, let me back up. I operate off of three tiers within the last mastermind, which are reflection, projection, and connection. Like if they can reflect and strip out what were the skill sets? What were the things that they learned? What yeah. were the values that they had that they liked or they didn't like? Right. And they sit in that and they they understand the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, the frustrating, the identities they didn't like, the identities they want to claim. And yeah. we do that. And then we project and cast vision after the exit. I would ideally love to help people before the exit, like you're saying. Right. But projecting the vision, I think, is so important. And then lastly, the connection. I think relationships and connection, whether they're with family yeah. or outside cannot be, they just can't be overstated in terms of the right. significance of these markers. And I would love to talk about that. But the reason I brought up those three things is just because I think that the vision and casting the vision, but also time to reflect on what the wins were in fact, one of the first days that I think is so fascinating is they're not allowed to say what they did. I want to see if they can start claiming and really pulling out when they introduce themselves to other people, sure. things outside the identity that they claimed for 10 or 15 years that are not there anymore and see what they learn about themselves as they introduce themselves instead of asking someone, so what do you do? And everyone else measuring up with judgment everything yeah. that they are now because of what they did. Like it's actually, so who are you? And, and pulling out those values, I think is super, super important, but I would love for you to talk about connection and, and what role that plays, especially in their after story, after the exit, whatever the exit that might be. Napoleon Hill said, quote, in every instance where you find a man or a woman of outstanding achievement, 
that's you by the way, in any calling, you will find that they have been a success as a result of a mastermind alliance, unquote. Friends, we all want the mastermind alliance experience in safe spaces, especially after we've experienced success. After all, relationships are what got us here today. So for any of you who are in the thick of your after success story, your second act is trying to be figured out and navigated, and you desire help with new pivots, new identity, and a new level of contribution with a new tribe of relationships, I invite you to apply for The Last Mastermind. The Last Mastermind is hosted by myself, Brooke Casanova, and it's a three-day in-person experience where you experience a collective genius that helps you uncover your purpose, create your highest contribution, and experience deep connection. You can apply at thelastmastermind.com today.